0: Know about you, but I am so glad that it is Christmas Eve. For me, this season leading up to Christmas, this Advent season, as we call it, has been sort of a long one. It's been a mixed bag as far as December's have gone for me. Some great time of excited preparation as we got ready to celebrate today but a lot of anxious waiting for Jesus's peace and presence, too. I think that the reality is the Advent and Christmas season, this time when we're getting ready for Christmas, is often a mixed bag of emotions. And I wonder, I think it's sort of supposed to be. Certainly we get to be joyful and excited for the gift of Jesus given to us to the time together with family and friends for rich gifts and warm greetings, as Isaiah says. But some people are feeling the grief that comes with an empty seat at the table. Some people have maybe gone a bit too overboard with the spending, or somebody to feel that level of stress in their lives. Some people are just feeling lonely, feeling alone even when surrounded by others. And some have spent this season wondering where to go tonight or tomorrow. Some people are just trying to get through each day, going through the motions of routines and traditions. And some, some people experience pure joy the whole season long, from you know October and Halloween, once the Christmas decorations first arrive in the store, all the way until Christmas. That pure, exuberant joy. And something I realized as I prepared for tonight as I was looking through our readings from Isaiah and Titus and Luke I realize that there are so many ways to experience the time leading up to Christmas, and none of them are new, really. The community that Isaiah speaks to in his writing is one who lived in exile, had lost their family and friends, had lost their homes. They're feeling grief, feeling lost, unsure, wondering if things will ever get better. When Isaiah talks about darkness and a land of deep shadows, he is just the ways many people live in grief and sorrow and anxiety, especially in that waiting time as they wait for something, for someone new. As the people Isaiah wrote to wait for a savior, Isaiah recognizes their feelings in the darkness of their lives. And on the other side of the spectrum, the Apostle Paul in his writing to Titus is trying to help them to live into this new life because Christmas has happened for them. And even though Jesus has been born for them, their new lives haven't quite started yet. Even though God's readiness to forgive and to be in relationship with everyone is now known, there are still people focusing on themselves. Those who who Titus is sharing these words with have gotten to a point of so far turned from God that they're turning away so far they can't find joy. Paul is trying to get at how this can tear us down and keep us from that joy that God is calling us to during this season. And honestly, that's something that happens in our lives, especially when things get overwhelming. In Luke, I can't kind of... Chris, our musician today, told me that she lost an hour. And things kind of get overwhelming during this season, and suddenly an hour has gone by, and you don't know where it went. In Luke, I can't really imagine what Mary and Joseph are going through in their trek to Bethlehem. They must be exhausted as they search for somewhere with room for them to rest. And I can't help but think about our special offering. You should have those bulletin inserts in your bulletins tonight. Our Room at the Inn offering for our Christmas season. For those who are staying at the emergency support shelter, the emergency cold weather shelter. They're staying there tonight. And through this week, as it gets colder and colder each night, and I think about how often they experience the feeling of being displaced, of being without a home. And then I think about the shepherds, the sheep herders, who are just trying to do their jobs, who are watching their sheep, going through the motions, the traditions, the routine of their night. They weren't looking for anything special. And then this angel shows up. And now maybe out of all of the people, out of all of the feelings and emotions shared in our readings today, all of the ways that we can feel leading up to Christmas, maybe you relate most to the angel. Suddenly, standing among the shepherds, blazing with glory, with a joyful, energetic essence. Sometimes I'm that person. Sometimes not. Whatever you've been experiencing this Advent, this Christmas season, whatever has led you here today, whether it's wading through the land of shadows, through the feelings of brokenness, through exhaustion or worry, or just the usual routine, or maybe even a blazing glory of joy, whatever has led you here, whether you knew it or not, whether you knew you were waiting or not, the day is here. It's Christmas Eve. A time of brightness in the midst of our shadows, of joy in the midst of sorrow, of celebration and gifts and greetings. This new life is starting right now as we celebrate the birth, the life of Jesus, our Savior born in Davidstown. Today we share a great and joyful event that is meant for everybody worldwide. And whatever has led us here, whatever emotions we leave here with tonight, I hope, like me, you can find some relief, some peace, some joy as we sing and give thanks for the gift of a son given for us, the baby who has been born for us, born into all of the emotions, all of the worries, all of the mixed bags of feelings we may be having this season, because Jesus came into this world to bring good news, to bring salvation, to bring light, to bring joy, so that together we can find the joy of a great celebration and sharing rich gifts with our loved ones, but especially With those in need, so that we can share warm greetings with one another and with all those we meet as we celebrate this good news this child born for us, this son given for us, this joyful event that is meant for everybody worldwide. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.